Good afternoon and welcome to the Marcus Today End of Day Report. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Wednesday, the 11th of May. And for the day, we managed to turn positive. We had a 13.5 point rise today. Not huge, but we'll take whatever we can get after the torrid events of the last couple of weeks. The index closed up 13.5 points or 0.19%. We had an opening today of 7,047.6. We had a high of 7,064.7 and a low of 6,991.8. We did have a relatively low trading range today and it certainly felt an awful lot calmer in terms of market volatility than we have seen in previous sessions so maybe there is some bottom picking starting to happen but uh, certainly uh, we are not out of the woods yet by any stretch of the imagination but we did see a uh, tale of two cities again today we had the banking sector which eased across the board and we saw ANZ down 1.5%, Westpac down 1.6%, National Bank fell 3.93%. Of course, they did pay their dividend today, which was 73 cents, uh, but they did fall uh, $1.25, so 50 cents on top of that dividend. CBA um, pretty much unchanged, down 19 cents or 0.19%. In other banking stocks, we have Macquarie finding a little bit of a base up 1.2% today. ASX as well up 0.8% today after announcing that they were pushing back their chess uh, revamp as they weren't going to make the April 2023 deadline. Insurers also uh, a little bit weaker today. QBE down 1.1%, Suncorp down 09 and IAG down 1.3% there. Um, GQG Partners rose 3.5% in the fund manager space, and Magellan rose 0.8% naming David George as their new CEO and MD. David is ex-Future Fund, so um, a little bit of a good pedigree there, and he seems like a good man. And also, importantly, I guess for Magellan, but worryingly, I suspect, for investors, is he is a new kid on the block. He is an outsider, so... He has uh, no preconceptions, I suspect, about what and what isn't sacrosanct for Magellan. So it'd be interesting to see how that one plays out. Looking at some of the positive sectors today, healthcare looking good. CSL, CSL rather, up 2.1%. Sonic up 1.3%. Cochlear up 1.9%. ResMed up 2%. Uh, Ramsey still under a little bit of pressure, down 0.2% there at 77 dollars and change i think the bid previously the non-conditional non-binding everything else uh, back of the envelope bid was 88 bucks so um, a long way from that at the moment uh, reits also doing better today we had uh, little reit petite gmg group goodman group up 1.4 percent today gpt up 1.9 mervac up 1.4 we did see 10-year bond yields come off the boil down to 3.49 percent and we have seen 10-year bonds in the U.S. as well come off the boil, but um, still at pretty elevated levels. As far as other winners today go, the big sector winner was resources. We had BHP up 1.5%, nearly 9.6 index points. Uh, we had Rio up 2.6%, Fortescue up 2.3%. So a good bounce back there. We also saw lithium stocks and rare earths bouncing back 
I wouldn't say hard and I wouldn't say with conviction, but we did see some nibbles. Linus up 3.9, Mineral Resources up 2.9, Pilbara up 3.6, and Alchem up 2.7%. Energy stocks a little bit mixed. Woodside down 0.8, Santos up 0.4. Nothing very exciting there. Nothing very exciting in the industrial sector either. Uh, Telstra fell uh, 0.5%, REA Group fell 1.8%, and tech stocks under a little bit of pressure today, CPU down 0.7, Zero down 1, and WiseTech up 0.3. But one of the big fallers in the tech sector, if you can call it a tech sector stock, was Link Administration, LNK, the stock code there, fell 15.1%. Now, Link is currently under takeover bid, uh, and it did have a pause in trading today, and it responded to the ASX query and played the Schultz card, which is the I know nothing, and uh, they are not aware of any reason for the decline in share price. But there were some concerns about the company that is bidding for Link in European trade. Some of their results not as good as they thought. And we also saw that Alltech Index falling 0.17 of a percent. So nothing really very exciting there. In corporate news today, we had results from CSR, which managed a 0.5% rise. We also saw that um, GNC, which is Grain Corp, they managed to fall around 1% on the back of their investor presentation for the uh, record half-year result, uh, delivered that record half-year result, but clearly not enough. The market was expecting, as Billy Idol would say, more, 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 as always. So coming off the ball, but it has been a meteoric rise for uh, Grain Corp. And we've seen a big rise today as well for Australian Agriculture Corp. AAC can be a little bit thin at times, but hitting a record high today. Clearly there's uh, stuff happening in the agricultural space. Twiggy uh, is one of the movers and shakers there. And uh, in economic news today, we also saw consumer sentiments falling again, according to Westpac and the Melbourne Institute, falling back to its lowest level since August 2020. This was just after the first rate rise that the RBA put in place. Asian markets, Japan rose slightly. China up quite strongly, up around 2%. And Hong Kong up 1.7%. We did get some economic news out of China as well today. And we saw the um, PPI in China up 8% year on year, higher than the 7.7% expected. And CPI up 2.1%. Food prices were up 1.9%. Veggies up 24%. Pork, though, down 33%. Fuel prices up 28%. And non-food pricing up 2.2% there in China. Okay, well, we have uh, major movers today. Stocks in the box doing well on the podium today was Lifestyle Communities, LIC. Uh, we did have a trading update yesterday from them, some brokers upgrading their numbers, and we got a change of director's interest today with Nicola Roxon uh, buying a massive thousand shares. She's certainly putting her money where her mouth is as a director. She has now uh, 7,000 shares in lifestyle communities at uh, 14 bucks, which is... A huge $98,000 invested in the company to which she's a director of. Uh, City Chic also having a good day today. CCX, the stock code, 6.7% up. Lifestyle 360, continuing its rally up 6.4%, 360. 
stock code there. Australian agriculture, 6.4% better. AAC, ag stocks generally have been doing pretty well and have been spared the wrath of the market recently. Accent Group as well, AX1, stock that Rudy and I talked about as our only stock that we could agree on as a buy yesterday on the call with Koshi. I was up 6.2% today, so well done if you followed our advice. Nanosonics up 5.4%, and John's Ling Group uh, recovering slightly from that massive hit yesterday uh, where they fell around uh, 15%, I think, from memory. Uh, they managed a 5.3% rally today. Looks as if 690-odd uh, is the low or the support level there. In terms of large-cap fallers today, Link the Schultz coming out, LNK, 15.1% down. 5EA, 5E advanced, down nearly 8%. And we had Chalice down 5.2% after an announcement today of uh, becoming a shareholder from State Street, becoming a substantial shareholder. Helios fell 4.5%, which is HLS. And National Australia Bank was another one of the biggest losers today, down 3.9%, $1.25, as I said, 73 cents of that was the dividend, but still 50-odd cents of extra just for fun. Zip, also talking of fun or no fun, down 3.9% today, and Pendle giving some of it back from yesterday, PDL down 3.4%. Positive sectors today included the iron ore stocks, the REITs, and healthcare today as well. Negative sectors, banks, telcos, bit of negativity in base metals still. South, 32, down 1.3% there. And uh, we have seen some falls in gold miners as well. Northern, Newcrest, down 0.8%. Big bank basket down to 181.69. It seems not that long ago that I was suggesting that the banks had peaked at around 189.190. Uh, of course, there has been some dividends coming out from those peaks, but even so, the banks are under a little bit of pressure at the moment, down 1.2% today. The Alltech index down 0.2. Gold in Aussie dollar terms falls to 26.43, down about 20 bucks, which is in line with US bullion. Bitcoin rallying slightly, ever so slightly, 31,335 US dollars. The Aussie dollars off its lows, up to 69.56. 10-year yields falling to 3.49. Asian markets, Japan up 0.3 of a percent. China up 2%. And Hong Kong up 1.7% there. Uh, So a little bit of uh, positivity creeping into Asia. Just looking at Dow futures as we speak. Up 91 for Dow futures at the moment. So that's a good sign. And, uh, of course, we have seen extreme volatility in the US markets. And that, of course, will continue today because we have got that all-important CPI number coming out of the US. NASDAQ futures up 86 points as we speak. Stocks on the move today included that LIC, that uh, lifestyle community, is up 15.1%. Uh, we saw Magellan up 0.8%, new CEO and MD, David George, ex-future fund. Uh, Money3, MNY, up 7.6%. They're implementing an on-market share buyback of up to 15 million bucks. And we saw COB, which was on four corners on Monday night and wrote about that one this morning in Henry's Take, up 13.6% today. Tech, which is the Thorny Technology Fund, surprisingly 
was up 8.7% today. Not bad volume either for that one. They did reveal their NTA at the end of April was 41 cents. The stock was trading at 20-odd cents, which seemed a little bit overdone. But, of course, they do have high holdings of Australian tech stocks, so that's probably not helping them. Uh, April was a good month, remember. Not sure May will be such a good month. HIO, Horsons, continue their volatility up 15.4%. OPT, which is Optia Limited, they presented at a Retina World Conference today. 13.7% better. Katmandu, seeing a director retired down 3% today, uh, down to $1.11. NABs. Uh, we've talked about Chalice down 5.21% today as well. And we saw Sezzle. The Sezzle continues to be unsezzling or unsizzling at Sezzle. Down 9.4% at 77 cents. Hard to believe that stock was once nearly 10 bucks uh, back in uh, July 2021. Not nearly a year ago. Nearly 10 bucks. 77 cents. I think we can certainly put the RIP in buy now, pay later. Speculative stock of the day. An absolute cracker day today for Galileo. There's a queue for Bohemian Rhapsody there somewhere. But Galileo Mining, G-A-L. Is this the real life or is this just fantasy? Well, certainly shareholders were rewarded today with a 217.5% rise. They have made a major pallet Palladium Discovery at their Norseman project. Mark Creasy, uh, the world's greatest explorer and fossicker, is a major shareholder of this one. Significant palladium, platinum, copper, gold, nickel, mineralization over 33 meters. So some pretty impressive numbers coming out of Galileo. Figaro. Um, so we did see that uh, 57.3 million shares traded today. In the news today, CSR, full-year results. Building product segment is well-positioned to continue to grow. The company's trading revenue of $2.3 billion was up 9%, with earnings before interest and tax climbing 22% on the prior year to $291 million. Grain Corp, EBITDA, $427 million for the half-year, up from $140 million in the previous corresponding period. Net tax, net profit after tax rose to $246 million from $51 million a year ago. There's a company that's doing well out of the war in the Ukraine with wheat prices, but certainly a little bit of words of warning that maybe the Ukraine thing will have an effect down the track because it will last a long time. GPT said it's well-placed to deliver on earnings and distribution growth in 2022, and ASX confirmed the April 2023 go-live date of its chest replacement project is no longer viable. Uh, The new go-live date will be determined after further planning with its technology partner and import from stakeholders. Over in New Zealand, they announced they will fully reopen their borders two months earlier than expected, allowing the arrival of tourists, students and migrants from non-visa-waving countries like China and India. And we did see that Melbourne uh, Westpac Institute Index of consumer sentiment falling by 5.6% today, 90.4, lowest level since August 20. Not good news there. And all eyes, I don't know if all eyes, but some eyes anyway, are on a Algo stablecoin, which is supposed to maintain a one-to-one ratio to the dollar. Terra USD, it's lost the peg. It's now trading at 80 US cents, so much for stablecoins. 
and Yellen, Janet Yellen, calling for stablecoin regulations. Over in Asia today, a study revealed that China could risk up to 1.6 million deaths if the company, if the country rather, abandons its COVID zero policy. Those Chinese PPI numbers we've gone through, core CPI numbers from China, which excludes volatile food and energy prices, rose 0.9% compared to March's 1.1% increase. So slight easing there. In Europe, Elon Musk says Trump is welcome back on Twitter when he takes control. Putin preparing for a prolonged conflict in Ukraine, warns the US. And one ECB official says rates will rise this summer. I would name him, but I've never heard of him, and you probably won't have heard of him either. And economist Lisa Cook will be the first black woman on the Federal Reserve Board of Governors after winning Senate confirmation with Vice President Kamala Harris breaking the 50-50 deadlock. Philip Morris is bidding for Swedish Match, and they're aiming to be a smoke-free company by 2025. And we've also seen German inflation numbers out this morning, which are not a pretty picture, I have to say. And Germany, of course, well used to inflationary pressures in the 20s with the Weimar Republic. And we did see the number coming in at uh, final number for CPI for April, 7.4% year on year. ECB now way, way, way behind the curve. And finally, this is interesting, bear a small degree of sympathy for airlines. In the US, jet fuel prices are up 178% in a year. In Europe, they are 146% higher. And this is demand is skyrocketing, staffing costs and costs generally remain an issue. That's it from me today. Thanks very much for listening. Have a great evening.